Welcome back to One for Paul, the show where I, a non-pop culturist, get inducted into the world of pop culture by my friends, co-humans, comedians, and nemeses. Joining me today is my comedian. Oh, that's so kind. <laughs> Eleanor Welsh, I'm I mean, back again. I'm not, am I wrong? You are, though. Uh, I, that's, yeah, I, I think I am. <laughs> I I'm, no one else has ever called me a comedian before. You called yourself <laughs> a comedian! A very special, yeah, but that's me. No one else has ever referred to me as a comedian. <laughs> Today I learned you don't gown as people. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm trash. Little trash Oh no, raccoon. don't say that. Don't say that. Little, little gremlin. That's not true and nobody thinks that except for you. The therapy cast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Welcome to Bean Girls, the story of an all-female soy farming co-op trying to make it, it, trying to make it in the male-dominated <laughs> agriculture industry. But can their small operation really stand up to Big Bean? I hate you so much. <laughs> Bean Girls is the dumbest thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, oh, welcome God. to Mean Girls, a, a movie that you were... Were you surprised I hadn't seen this? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's kind of like... It, it's, it, it's like it's a vital point for, like, girls in this country to have seen it. And I feel like it's maybe the same in America. Because I, I very clearly remember watching this when I was about... I was too young to watch it. It was probably about ten. And I understood virtually none of it, but I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to secondary school next year, and this is exactly what it's going to be like. And of course, it was nothing like that, but it is, um, yeah, it's kind of like a, a, a what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, teen girl squad? It's like a, 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 a right, a right, rite of passage. Right of passage. Yeah. Hmm. So you reckon it's like very much because it was not aimed at boys of any age or men of any age this was like something that might have passed me by just because of my gender P potentially potentially i mean i know there's sort of it's 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 a favorite among m many um regardless of gender but i think just f for me of that age i'm not sure if it's the same for the kids right now mm. um don't know if they're watching mean girls although i feel like I don't know. I feel like that's retro to the kids right now. They're like, mm. ooh, Mean Girls, that retro movie. Which is horrifying, by the way. It's adorable that this is the first thing that you're like, it's retro. It's from like 10 years ago. And I'm sitting here going, sweet summer child. Oh, no. Oh, you don't know what's <laughs> oh, coming. You, oh, you small child. Oh, dear. <laughs> D word, of, word of advice for anyone. Please don't spend any time with teenagers. It's, it makes you think about your own mortality. A lot. Oh, it's when I, I used to do a bunch of youth work, which was very rewarding work, and I will encourage people to do it if they can uh, if they can donate their time to volunteering, that sort of thing. Uh, but it's it's when someone described Blink-182 as classic rock, and I died a little <laughs> inside. <laughs> no! No! Classic rock. It, it oh was goodness! Like, to them, it was the same category as Led Zeppelin, and I was sitting there going, "Oh, oh no, oh no! I've become no. one of them. I've become Jesus. one of the old people." I was like twenty-two. <laughs> like, guys, look. God, yeah. <laughs> I started. I started babysitting teenagers last year, 
Um, and it was such an event. I was like, so much I didn't know about. Got, got introduced to TikTok and what all the kids are saying and there's new words and shit. They've got words that we don't know. They get, I mean, I'm, I'm into yeet. That's, that's actually an old one now, though. That's a couple of years out. Yeet is a, is a, is, oh, it's wonderful. It's I so love nice. yeet because we always needed an opposite to yoink. And now we have one. Yeah. And it's great. Yeet. Just yeah. eat it out there. So yeah, I, I've Absolutely. never seen this movie. I remember seeing the trailers for it and being like, ah, I guess that's not for me. Right? They, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't make this movie for me. They're not advertising it at me. I guess I'll see something else, right? Like Lord of the Rings for the 40th time. <laughs> You're just looking for excuses at this point to watch Lord of the Rings again. It's very good. I still like it. It is very good. I watched it again when I was too young. I was very scared of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but my parents are huge nerds, and I'm I'm named after the elvish flower, Eleanor, so here we go. Oh, really? That's so lovely, though. Yeah, bitch, nerds everywhere. <laughs> I'm of the nerds. Yeah, so I guess uh, with that out of the way, let's fade in to some parents sending their five-year-old off to their first day of school. I mean their 16-year-old off to her first day of school. And it is, of course, Lindsay Lohan looking all fresh-faced and drug-free. I miss drug free looks, Lohan. She looks, she looks wonderful. She's such a wonderful actress. She's very she good. She really is. She, I She's forgot great. how good she is. Right? Right? Oh, man. So, uh, fortunately, this particular homeschool girl is not a freak or a weird religious person like this cutaway kid going like, On the third day, God created the Remington bull action rifle so that man could fight the dinosaurs. And the homosexuals. <laughs> Straight out of the gate. Straight uh, out of the gate, there we are. I love this child actor. I, I rarely <laughs> will say that sentence about anyone, but this particular oh child actor is so good. I have I have only one child. I mean, that child actor is very good. I have one child actor who I think is the best child actor in Macaulay the world. Macaulay Culkin? No, it's the child from Bedknobs and Broomsticks, the small blonde child called Paul. It's like they went out into the street and found like a proper fresh cockney child and was just like, come with me, friend. And he's just like, ah, ah, just the most cockney <laughs> human ever. Standard like, cockney sound your... number two, yes. <laughs> exactly, like, what have you got in your pockets, Paul? And he's like, I've got a piece of string, a bit of glass, a lovely old button. And I'm just like, look at you. You're perfect. <laughs> He's so, he's so glorious. It's all I've ever wanted to be. Do you know when people are like, what's your dream role? It's it's that. It's Paul and bedknobs and broomsticks. That's I, that's it. I I am astonished and impressed by your young Cockney boy accent. That's wonderful. I want a guy in the island of Nabumbo. I'm just obsessed with him. I simultaneously like want to be him and I want him to be my child. Oh, amazing. You know what I mean? That's amazing. Ugh. I'm sorry, back to back to mean girls. No, I mean, if it were up to me, I would absolutely just keep saying Cockney things for an hour and laugh my ass off. But we do have a movie to get through. <laughs> we See, do. Uh, this person, this Lindsay Lohan, has spent the last uh, 12 years in an unspecified part of Africa for her parents' job as zoologists. Uh, mm -hmm. All I can get and piece together is that we're talking somewhere around Kenya or Tanzania. But, like, being an American production, I guess they figure Africa is all their intended audience will understand. <laughs> like, we don't need to go into details. You know that place that's, like, three times the size of all of the American states? Yeah, that place, is, that place is all one thing that. now. 
Yeah. Yeah, a place where they speak 40 different languages across like three miles. Yeah, that place is one place now. <laughs> and uh, now she's in Evanston, Illinois, because her mother got a tenured position at Northwestern University, and she's going to unspecified local high school number two. Uh-huh. She's, uh, she's quite, it seems like quite a, uh, um, I don't know, like a highly charged environment. Everyone is very highly strung. Mm -hmm. uh, she asks someone to, uh, for, for a bit of help, and this person threatens to kick her or something. <laughs> like, standard, standard high school behavior. Very, very standard. Yeah, well, rational. I mean, first she almost gets hit by a bus, which, you know. Oh, yeah, shit. And then uh, has someone deliberately bump into her, like pointedly bump into her. And then she watches yeah. some students burn a book. My note here is <laughs> just the word yikes. Right. <laughs> and several teens roughhousing. Yes. Uh, I uh, I would be automatically a little bit alarmed if I was going in school and there was fire. Um, I mean, so... particularly burning a book. I feel like that's a little like, okay, I've literally come from a place where they don't have enough of these. Jesus, guys, come on. Mm. So arriving at class, she addresses a person she believes to be the teacher, but it turns out that this is not a teacher and she gets threatened with violence. Also, yikes. <laughs> I mean, it's just straight off the bat. Mm -hmm. Jesus. But um, she doesn't know how to school. She doesn't know no. how to school. Uh, and uh, we 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 pretty soon into the into the film, which I'm thrilled about. We we see Tina Fey's character mm -hmm. spilling this, coffee, this sp spilling coffee goes. all over herself by bumping into New Girl, and uh, uh -huh. also she drops her large box of uh, American brand donut. Breakfast? Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. Picking up donuts, uh, North American style. Yeah, breakfast. You can have a donut and uh, and a coffee, which is weird. Oh, cool. I grant you. Yeah, that's a little bit odd for me, but um, culture. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, in Canada, we do that too. I'm not going to say that's wrong because you know, do we love ourselves a little double double and a and a pastry in the morning? Of course we do. <laughs> so uh, the only logical thing to do is for Tina to take her sweater off and wet the coffee on it, just as the principal comes in. Yeah, and ex ex I mean, I'm just picking up on some sexual tension here between yeah. uh Oh, you're picking up what they're laying here. down. Oh, yeah. They're laying it on thick. He's got a carpal tunnel on his yep. hand, again, which I, is unexplained, yep. I believe. Yep. I don't know why. And uh, she is freshly divorced over the summer, uh -huh. so... Everyone's had a shit time, it seems. Uh, yeah, so they're here together to welcome the new student from Africa, and uh, Tina Fey welcomes this one girl from Michigan. Yeah. Yikes! Um, it's a big yikes moment. That's a, hey, casual racist joke. I mean, I get yeah. that we're laughing at the idea of like, hey, you know, you can have, but at the same time, I'm still like, oh, that poor person. Oh, no. Yeah, there are parts of this movie that d don't hold up very well at all, and you're like, eeeh, and make you sort of be like, I don't like that, that's mm, not cool. That felt bad to me. That felt really bad. Yeah, and, I didn't enjoy that. You know, it, I, I think if I were making this scene now, I would have them go, okay, I'm going to re-examine some biases after class, sorry about that. Anyway, like, mm. put in a line of something being like, ah, shit, sorry, as opposed to what Tina Fey says, which is just, ah, yeah, uh, mm. 
Sorry. <laughs> Even just that yeah. slight difference of like she reluctantly says it. I'm like, ah, uh, it's mm. weird. But yeah, Katie, pronounced Katie, has a name which is almost as infuriating as Aphrony. This is what Principal Duval says. He's uh he's got a nephew or something or a niece called Aphrony. He doesn't like I names. Don't... I don't know. I, I think that's a nice no, name personally. I do... Yeah, I think it's a lovely name, but also I don't understand the frustration because everyone's like, yeah, your name's Caddy. And she's like, oh, no, it's Katie. I'm like, that's that. I mean, it's written one way and it's pronounced another according to your yeah. accent. Well, I mean, I've told you how it's pronounced now. So now you don't make, need to make that mistake anymore, right? No, it's fine. I'm going to keep making that mistake. <laughs> oh, my goodness. At a certain point, oh, it sounds mean or deliberate, at least. Yeah, it's almost like the mean girls. Oh, almost like they're kind of mean mean so uh principal duval offers his support to recently divorced teacher lady uh maybe you know thanks that'd be great to hear have your support maybe when my shirt isn't see-through principal duval looks down looks back up and tina Fey's face here is just priceless for like a half a second it's wonderful very good acting mm. well done tina Fey. Oh, oh just always i think i i like tina Fey more now this is great yeah yep Katie is unaccustomed to American high school's strict rules and general distrust of students. She's told off for the following. Wanting to go to the bathroom. Reading ahead of the class. Using a green pen. Eating. Not sitting in her assigned seat. Which, uh, oh man, do I ever not miss high school. Oh god, yeah. I think, I, especially with the green pen thing, it's like, yeah, like, fuck you. Who are you to tell me how to take notes? <laughs> like, I... It, it, did I do the equation right? I mean, let's start with that, shall we? Like, do, yeah. does X equal what I said X equals? Great. Yes. Cool. Color doesn't matter, buddy. I agree mm. entirely. I So many of those rules seemed petty to me in high school, and in retrospect, still seem petty to me. Oh, God, yeah. Anyway, she struggles to find a place to sit in the cafeteria since she doesn't know anyone yet. Of particular note, she just tries randomly to speak Swahili to a group of black students, then immediately realizes, right, not Africa, Americans. Sorry. I don't know if that's Which a again. yikes. I think it might be a yikes, but also an understandable, feels... like, oh, people who I recognize as being my people. Great. Because, <laughs> like, her whole it, life... It feels a bit yikes, I'm not gonna lie. It feels a bit yikes, but I, but I yeah. sort of get it in a way. <clears throat> mm. Like, oh, good, I'm so relieved to have people maybe who look like I can relate to them. And turns out, no. Fuck. Never mind. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel very sorry for Katie at this point. Mm -hmm. She is has nobody to sit with. It's a kind of scary, like, first day of school thing. Mm -hmm. But also, I can't imagine doing first day of school being older when everyone's already established their cliques and their friendships and everything in the history. And she ends up uh, eating dinner alone in a bathroom stall. Yep. Which is sad. Yeah, it is kind of sad. Also not terribly hygienic. No, gross. No, you don't want to do Never. that. Never. Eat outside, hon. Find Take your food outside. There's a step somewhere, probably. I used to do that in high school. I'd be like, you know what? I don't feel like eating in that giant room full of people screaming because it's it's real loud in there. I'm going to go outside for a bit and eat here. Mm. So on her second day, Get some fresh air. she arrives at a class where we meet Damien, who's almost too gay to function, and Janice, who reads as artsy goth teen to me. Yeah, Janice is a big, uh, big relate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Um, we have a lovely line from Janice. We get a full, I don't know, 
um we fully experience her her we get um what's the words i'm looking for blah, blah, blah. she's a we get a perfect soundbite from her, which is someone says, like, nice work, Janice. And she goes, it's, my, it's your mom's chest hair. Nice. <laughs> or something like that. It's made out of your mom's chest hair, which I think is very, I don't know. She's snappy. She's, like, aggressive. She's witty. She's fierce. I like I, her. I like her a lot. I had, like, one lunch buddy for my last two years in high school, and she was great. And, you know, she and I would just eat together. And at one point, we just, like ate together complete silence and another sort of mutual friend came up and went like hey is everything okay you guys aren't talking we sort of looked at each other and went we don't really have anything to talk about i guess hi how are you you want to join us no that's fine yeah all right weird and it's chill fucking high school sometimes i think everybody's sort of weird and awkward and nobody knows what to do so everyone just does stuff oh my god wasn't it horrendous oh god i hated it just the sort of like all of the social awkwards and the like the angst and the just the hormones and that your brain is changing mm. and you're kind of on your way to adulthood but you're very much still a child it's very i don't know mm. it's a confusing time huh yeah so they're inviting uh they're telling her oh yeah you need to go to the back building for that health class uh we'll take you there after this no worries oh great perfect Turns out there is no back building, and she's taking 12th grade calculus because she likes math because it's the same in every country. Girl, same. <laughs> I'm so bad at math. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, this is where I'm a third culture kid. I moved from Canada to the UK when I was nine, nine, ten. And, uh, uh. you know, for me, I was like, it's nice when I can find something that doesn't rely on culture because I don't understand this culture. Because I was in an American school in the UK being Canadian around people from Texas and Japan. So I'm like, I don't... (laughs) That was how I grew up. I have no idea about culture. Yeah. So math is great, because it's like, the numbers (laughs) are not going to change when I go to somewhere else. Yeah. It's still gonna equal the same. Yeah. I I totally understand this level of comfort for her. Uh, So they bunk off health class together, which is unfortunate, since if they had been there, they'd have known that sex is bad and making them pregnant uh, is also bad. And also being pregnant means they'll be dead. And under no circumstances are they to have sex. Okay, now everyone take some condoms. Don't have sex. You will get pregnant and you will die. Yeah. In that order. Succinct. Where's the lie? (laughs) Sounds like my sex education. Oh, is it really? Great. But you were in the UK. I thought they were good here. No. (laughs) Were they bad here still? I I assume better than America. I mean, maybe. it's fine. I mean, maybe. I was like, anyway, so it's, uh, okay, my my sex ed was not quite that bad. But, you know, it was more like lessons on reproductive biology. Right. And then we had that, like, you know, take care of this egg for a week and it'll teach you how difficult children are to take care of. And meanwhile, back in Montreal, I had like a bunch of little cousins who were like three. And I was like, no, yeah, that's fine. I, I fucking, they're chill. I like them. I've changed diapers. <laughs> that's fine. Children, these children are fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, uh, I, I've, children are fine for me. Not babies. Babies, I'm just like, I, there's difficult. something in me. I don't trust myself at all not to drop a baby if I'm being given it to hold. Yeah, because no, I think I, I'm a yeah. That's not just you. That's everyone. Don't worry about it. It's like a a precious little human. I don't want to break it. Oh, they're a <laughs> tiny little porcelain doll. 
like angels. Super, There's so yeah. many of my friends at the moment have just had babies and it's honestly just the most heartwarming, beautiful thing. Anyway, I mean, moving on. Sometimes angels, most of the time poop goblin. Yeah. Once you get past the I'm... poop goblin stage, then you're great. Yeah. So then here we're introduced to the Plastics, a group of girls who are teen royalty, including Regina George, who arrives on the shoulders of several young men. Uh, she might seem like your typical selfish, backstabbing, slut-faced hoebag, but in reality, she's so much more than that. <laughs> That's how I want to enter every room, being carried by the humans. Mm -hmm. What's the name for that thing? A paladin? No, uh... Palatine? It's, there's a word for it, the, th no the chair idea. that people carry. Whatever. It's, it, we'll yeah. figure it out if it's important. It's probably not. Uh, everyone seems yeah. to think she's great, including a girl who's super happy that Regina punched her in the face that one time. It was awesome. It was, evidently. Very good. Mm -hmm. We also have um, Karen, mm -hmm. who is... Uh, just hugely dumb and i think she's she's played with just the most perfect vacant stare like her eyes are genuinely just unfocused she didn't get what's going on it's great and also gretchen wieners which by the way name is very good gretchen it's wieners. just very funny i'm just like sorry that's stupid and funny it is wieners. Wieners. Well, I, mean, um, I don't know what you're supposed to do with wieners but gretchen is one thing you could do to them Gretchen, you better not. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what um, that's referring to. It just sounded funny. Can you just you stop? Okay, you babe. Got it. Um, uh, and her hair is so big because it's full of secrets. Of course, Ooh. she's the rumor mill. Mm -hmm. Damien is an active member of the student activities committee, and whoever wins Spring Fling Queen becomes head of that committee, so he's uh, pretty invested in who becomes that. Uh, Janice hands Caddy, uh, Caddy Katie, a beautiful, I keep, I will probably keep making this mistake, because it. phonetically it's written Caddy, but okay. You did it! A beautifully sketched map of the campus and instructs both Katie and us, the audience, that the strict hierarchies of American high school TM. The cafeteria is where everybody gets separated into groups by social-slash-activity groupings. We've got fat girls, wannabes, band geeks, sexually active, asexual band geeks, unfriendly black hotties, girls who eat their finger... Uh, girls who eat their feelings, girls who don't eat anything. <laughs> it's just a group of girls without fingers because they ate them. <laughs> it's probably what they ate after their feelings. Bloodied stumps for hands. I just keep eating. I don't know how to stop. <laughs> I thought it would grow back, but it didn't. <laughs> Why is it Help. like fingernails? No. <laughs> uh, girls who don't need anything. Burnouts. Uh, Janice and Damien, a.k.a. the greatest people you will ever meet. Bias. Uh, much. Uh, varsity jocks. Plastics. Beware. Ch uh, cheerleaders. JV cheerleaders. Cool Asians. Asian nerds. JV jocks, uh, preps, ROTC, and two tables of freshmen. There you go. That's it. That's all you need to know. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, Katie goes to join Janice and Jamie. Uh, Janice and Jamian? Damien. God, I'm going to mess that up over and over. She Janice and Jamian. Jamian. Dallas and Jamian. Uh, she is accused, <laughs> accused, accosted by Jason, asking her, hey, uh, is, uh, we're doing a quick survey. Is your muffin buttered? 
Which, by the way, ew, gross, horrible. Would you like us to assign someone to butter your muffin? No, Jason, you fucking freak. Yeah, that's not a thing you should say to anyone. No, sir. Fortunately, a rather confused Katie is rescued by Regina, who who just demolishes this skis bag. Oh, absolutely. She rips him a new one. Mm-hmm. I quite like her directness here. Uh-huh, look, look, uh, you, new girl. Do you want to have sex with him? No, thank you. Which is the best answer. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, if she wasn't such a, a nasty person, that that would have been a, re- like, that's a really lovely thing to do for, to someone. She does have potential to be a very good human. Yeah, like, she does the right thing, but for the wrong reasons. Absolutely. But, you know... Uh, she's invited to dine with the plastics. Well, you know, I guess they're not so bad after all. And she's further confused by being told to shut up twice when she hasn't said anything. I, I really, uh, I really appreciate them putting the trap in going, of Regina going, you're like really pretty. And Katie goes, thank you. And she goes, so you agree. So you think you're really pretty. And it's just like, it's, it's the weirdest thing about, I don't know. That's a lawyer growing question. up. That is such a that good lawyer age. question. Yeah, but about, about, so someone going, I'll oh, give you a compliment and you agree and you're supposed to, you're supposed to go, Oh no, no, I'm not. Oh God. But honestly, like, you know, that's not how, how are you supposed to know that? Mm. Well, especially if you've come in from a different culture where somebody calls you pretty, it's like, oh, thank you. You're also very pretty. I like your necklace. That's supposed to be how it works in a lot of cultures, right? Yeah, absolutely. But also, let me be clear, also in most North American cultures, is that also the case, right? If somebody says, hey, Paul, (laughs) I like your suit. It seems to fit well. I'd be like, oh, thank you very much. And I'll look for something to compliment them back on a similar level. I like your shoes. They're really nice. Did you just get those? Nice. Anyway, let's, let's continue. That's the way you're supposed to roll. If the other person is self-deprecating, you are self-deprecating in return. You go, oh, no, 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 you couldn't possibly. Like, that, that You're supposed to match the energy. Regina does not do this. This is what makes this sort of a lawyerly engagement, I'd say. Because mm. it is it is a trap, as you say. It's like, uh-huh, so, so they're, you agree. They're sussing her the out. Stand. They're just sniffing her out mm-hmm. to see. Unknown quantity. Yeah. Uh, we also get maybe my least favorite line in the movie. Wait. But if you're from Africa, why are you white? Karen. Okay, look. Being a dumb bitch. I mean, granted, she's called out on it, but look. Uh, I I don't I don't like that at all. No, it's very indicative of the time. I think it's like just it's Karen's short sightedness, mm. her just being an ignorant sort of. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> White woman. I guess so, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, let's be clear, this is a movie that refers to Katie as being just from Africa, quote unquote. Mm. And that's where it's like, again, you know, these are big, different countries, right? If, if you're talking about Morocco, that's a real different place from Tanzania, which is different, again, from South Africa. These are places with different people in different cultures. You can't just lump them all in because they happen to be on the same landmass, right? No, you absolutely can't. You're right. You know that place like Michigan? Yeah, what am I thinking of? Mexico? Yeah, same place, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I, I'm i going to stop calling that out because, like, let's be clear. I've called it out. That's all we need. It keeps happening. Let's put it that way. It's it's just, it's just, a, it's a, it's a, it's a problematic people in the film. 
Yeah, there's a lot of problematic, problematic people in the film. Oh, God, yeah. So Katie is invited to join them for lunch for the rest of the week. On Wednesdays, they wear pink. Absolutely, they do. Mm-hmm. They got rules, you see. So cut to the ladies' room where Janice wants Katie to run reconnaissance on the plastic so they can laugh together. Yeah, um, sort of, she's a little bit hesitant at first, mm-hmm. but I think she agrees to do it. And she says, I don't have anything pink. But Damien does, so it's all right. She gets Damien's oversized pink shirt. Yep, Damien is in the ladies' room for reasons. Is this, the, oh my god, this is the bit where we get, there's a girl that says, you can't be in here. And he turns around and says, oh my god, Danny DeVito, I love your work. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just, I don't know who wrote this character, but he's so, um... Too gay to function. New, just nuanced. Mm. I don't know. Just such a amusing human. He strikes me as the sort of, uh, as the sort of comic relief, but also has a bit of an emotional heart to the film as well. It's a weird mix oh, of God, character yeah. tropes, right? Mm. Like, what if, uh, what's his name in the Pirates of the Caribbean films? Jack? Jack Sparrow. What if he were also, like, the heart of the movies in the moral sense? That's when you're like, that's a, that's a Damien. Yeah. That's a neat thing to do. I don't think I've seen that a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I've not, I didn't really think of it that way, just sort of. Hmm. Yeah, me I've either. not really just... thought too hard about this. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't seen it in like 10 plus years. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I watched it for the first time this morning. So. <laughs> I think Janice has the best insults. Like here, a scum-sucking road whore. Yep. So again, I feel like Very, to, get uh... Their, uh, to get their PG rating, they needed to say scum instead of the other thing. Yeah. Uh, Katie is confused about Janice's hatred for Regina, but agrees to spy on her anyway. And back in class, Katie is good at math, and also the dude in front of her is super hot, I think. Eleanor, is he hot? Um, yes! I have no read on guy hotness, so thank you. Uh, yeah, he's a handsome boy. Cool. So after... Very handsome. After a flashback to her first crush, where she was, like, five, adorbs. And rejected. Yeah. Hard, man. We learned that... She didn't, she didn't take that well. No, she didn't. We learned that this crush uh, has hit her like a big yellow school bus. Gee, that's a weird way to oh, say yeah. that. I don't know, it's probably nothing. Uh, We've had two yellow school bus... Uh, yeah, it's weird that. I don't um, understand what's going on. Maybe, you know, probably nothing. Foreshadowing? Maybe. I don't know. Back at home, bonus points for accurate mm. teen parent interaction. How was your day? Uh-huh. Fine. Were the people nice? <laughs> no. Did you make friends? Yup. <laughs> I just, they're so, uh, I guess, because they, she's obviously being an only child. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ch- travels around with her parents. She, like, they must have a very close relationship. So I think it must be a weird shift for them as well to sort of see her like, normalize and lose that mm. interaction skill. Yeah, because to say the least, they're confused by this series of things, right? Fine day. Yeah. No, there were no nice people, but yes, I made friends with the not nice people. Yeah. Okay, so your friends are not nice. Understood. Uh-huh. Why are they- what? What's going on? 
Uh, cut to Wednesday at lunch, where Katie is wearing Damien's oversized pink polo shirt with the plastics. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the hive mind. Here's your complimentary list of rules, which you must follow to the, la- to the letter on pain of exile. You can't wear a tank top two days in a row. You can only wear your hair in a ponytail once a week. Jeans or track pants must only be worn on Friday. The hive mind must approve all romantic relationships and wardrobe alterations ahead of time. Also, you get this free keychain. It says Borg on it. <laughs> yeah, we all get those. As soon as we turn 13, we get a ladder through the post like Hogwarts. Mm-hmm, that's right. These are the girl rules. Yeah, Don't right. fucking break them. Yeah, all girls are part of the hive mind. Yeah, and uh, ex-boyfriends are off limits to friends. That's like the first rule of feminism. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Gretchen Wieners. Mm-hmm. Um, this does not stop Katie from undressing the hot dude with her eyes, but as she's about to talk to him after class, the math enthusiast and badass MC asks her to join the team, and she agrees. Yeah, I, I, I mean, this is such a small part, but I, I just really enjoy him. He's really good fun. He chews so much of the scenery. It's so lovely. Kevin, I love him so we stand. much. Very good. After school, her friends take her to the mall and inform her that she will not, in fact, be joining the math team. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. Yeah, that's right. That's the line that everybody loves. Get in, loser. To say they all say it on the street. They all say it on the street. They say it. Say it to each other, mm-hmm. say it to your friends. Say it to your mom. Get in, loser. Yeah. You're, and you're buying me a re- bunch of receive shit today. A, uh, <laughs> receive a swift chew to the face for calling your mom loser. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, mall reminds, sorry, the mall reminds Katie of animals gathered around the watering hole when animals are in heat in Africa. You know that African thing that happens in Africa? Zoologists. The parents are zoologists. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, probably out there taking photos and stuff. I, I totally get it, but it's still more of this, like, look, Africa. Remember Africa? <laughs> remember that place that I that I re- remember I'm not from It's over there somewhere. Yeah, vague. Vague, geez, vague, vague, vague. So on seeing Jason, uh, who I've called the Muffin Man, with a date, uh, Regina decides to ruin this for both of them by calling the girl's mum, pretending to be from Planned Parenthood. And uh, this is also the first of these lovely uh, split-screen shots, which I think is pretty fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's gonna happen. It's not! It's already happening. I'm making it happen right now. It's fetch! You better... I will hang up this call! Don't you make fetch happen. That would be completely unfetch of you. Oh, God. Jesus. Um, Yeah, so we get this, like... We get the idea that, like... Regina is this like apex predator. She's the she's the she's the king of the savannah right now. Mm-hmm. She's like, and if you're in with her, then you're safe. Mm-hmm. But it's just fucking brutal if you're not like that poor girl, man. That's not fucking cool at all. Nope, it is not. Uh, cut to Regina's house where the quote unquote cool mom imposes no rules on anyone. And my, does that explain so much? Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Um, I mean, Regina just so obviously bullying her mom, mm. and her mom just wants to like. I don't know. Be in there with her, and I don't know. I'm getting. Like, a- you, have you ever been at your friend's house, and then your friend says something like spicy to their mom, and you're like, no, like something a bit rude, and you're like, fuck. I've been no. there, and. I- 
it all I thought is we're both about to die. Oh no. Yeah, well, it's been a yeah, good life. No. Oh god, I just want the floor to like open and swallow me up whole. <laughs> I can't do it. For me, if it's in someone else's house, I'm like, I should I leave? I should leave. Sorry. <laughs> so Yeah, oh sorry, is there someone calling me out? I just need I'm sorry, I'm now. going into a tunnel. I'm losing reception now. You're here in real life. Yes, goodbye. Sorry, I don't know what's happening either. Can you still hear me? Bye. <laughs> I've decided to pass away. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> uh, in, this is the end. In Regina's bedroom, commence the ritual self-body shaming. Oh, God, yeah. This is this is very close to the bone. Just watching people, like, pick themselves apart, and then they look at her, and they're like, you'll go. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, they've seen so much of that. Mm. Is this a it's real? It's so horrid. Is this a real, or is this a trope? No, Paul, it's real. It's horrid out there. Like, it's just a, it's just a thing. Yeah. Like that happens when, it, when it, you're just taught to do it from such a young age. Huh. You really are. I guess I wasn't. Well, the, the first time I ever apparently made a, a a comment on the way that I I looked in a negative way, I was three. Oh no, really? I know. Yeah, three. Uh, and it's just sort of something that fucking stays with you. Like, even now, as I think as an, an, an evolved human with, you know, I've learned and I'm, mm. I'm like, I know exactly what I'm doing. It's still so unhard. It's so hard to unpick that mindset. You know what I mean? I guess I have similar things man wise, but not that specific thing. So, you know, thank you for your insight. That's super, super interesting to me. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it's not sort of, a, a not discriminatory against sort of, like any gender as well it sort of mm. sweeps the board but just in different ways i guess yeah maybe different things yeah maybe i guess uh i guess i didn't have that but it's not indicative maybe of all men it's just me so mm. who knows maybe a lot of men really have a lot of hang-ups about how they look i sort of look in the mirror and i'm like yep that's pretty much me i'm awesome i don't know I, I, that's lie. I never think that i never think that so <laughs> regina's mom is uh pretty great no, there's no alcohol in there. What kind of mother do you think I am? Why? Do you want a little? Because if you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, also, the dog bites her nipples, and she does not notice. Nope, because that boob job is... It's not a very good aggressive. boob job, I guess. No. You're supposed. Cement. You're still supposed to be able to feel your, your own skin. <laughs> they there. took out her nerve endings. There's they, nothing. They just replaced it with actual plastic. Yep. She is a cyborg. Uh-huh. We're introduced to the burn book, which is what folks did before Facebook. Now everyone has a burn book, and it's mostly public. I don't think people are that cruel about other people online openly. No, you're right. Still, 2004 seems like a long time away, though. Yeah, goodness, when was this movie made? 2004. How old was that? When did I watch it? That was 16 years ago. As of time I of must recording. have watched it in 2000 and... Oh, no, can't do it. Can't do some basic math. Goodbye! Bye, Woo! guys. You're going into a tunnel. It's okay. I'm bye I now. have decided to eat myself. Yep, like, again, starting, maths. Starting with the fingers. It's fine. Cut to uh -huh. Katie. Katie, gonna... Katie, damn it! Cut to Katie telling Janice about yeah. the burn book. Katie lies about Maybe it isn't Jan as easy as we think. It, maybe it's not, because I keep writing it the right way in my notes, and I'm like, Caddy, that's how you pronounce those letters in that sequence. 
Oh, well. It does look like it. Uh, Katie lies about Janice not being in... uh... Katie lies about Janice not being in the book. Those bitches. (laughs) She's, like, more angry that she's not in the book. She's fucking punk, though. She's just like, yeah, I want a little bit of controversy. Like, Mm. I'm ready to kick some ass. Yep. After a chance meeting with uh, Miss Norbury at the mall, where uh, Janice works, the math teacher is there to buy some moderately priced soaps. And Katie conveys further misgivings about spying on Regina, who to date has been nothing but kind to her. Hmm. Later, Regina calls Katie and informs her that the dude she likes only cares about school and his mom and his friends, which, I don't know about you, that sounds like a real... That sounds like trouble. uh, What a bad boy. He's awful. I, I hate a man that cares for his mom. Gross. <laughs> no, of course. Just, it's such an, I'm just, things, she's just like, she only cares about his school and his friends and his mother. And I was like, well, that's a good start. <laughs> you know like, what else he only cares healthy. about? Being at, going to Harvard next year and being a successful functioning adult with a six figure salary. Yeah. What does he have? Prospects? Gross. Get out of here. Jesus. Why do you want those? Ew. So, Katie has survived her first three-way calling attack. Yeah. Does that ever happen to you? Did you have, like, a three-way call surprise? Mm, Nope. Nope, me neither. Nope, nope. My life, that's never been a thing. I was too old for that. I had a mobile phone, and I could tell who was calling. Ah. Or, like, by the time it was three-way calls, it was like, you know, listen, we're texting. Why would I need to? That's fine. Yeah. And now I get physically offended if someone calls without texting Mm -hmm. beforehand. Yeah, you see, before the internet, we used to have these things called telephones. And usually you'd expect the person calling was the only person on the line. What's that? I'll stop now, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cut to a montage of Katie getting to know Aaron, who is the name of Beefcake Man. Aaron Samuels. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aaron Samuel? I probably, I didn't notice... I didn't notice that. Katie decides to pretend that she can't do math as an excuse to ask him what to do. No, Katie, don't do that. No, seriously, don't do that. It's so gross. (laughs) And this works as she's invited to his Halloween party. Gruel. I mean, I tried to say cool and then great at the same. It's it's they sort of don't worry about it. It's fine. It's (laughs) it's a thing now. Gruel is fetch. Gruel is fetch. Don't worry about it. No, no. Oh, you better stop. Look, we're stop not we're not unfetching the gruel. That's not happening. Oh goodness. Cut to Katie misunderstanding Halloween. See, it's mostly a day where you can shamelessly dress like a complete slut. Instead, yes! Katie puts uh puts on a zombie bride costume, which is frankly way the fuck better. I ditch the teeth, but way the fuck better. Yay! Do you know what? I'm not here to judge anyone's Halloween choices. If you want to go if you want to wear a little slutty costume, do it. If you want to wear a scary costume, do it. If you want to wear a funny costume, do it. If you want to wear a scary, funny, slutty costume, do it. I'm like, yeah, I just love Halloween. Mm. Like, Halloween is like my Christmas, dude. Yeah. It is like I after Christmas, Halloween. isn't it? Yeah. What I've yeah. always found is in the UK, it was not really a thing for me growing up. Like, I'm, I moved here in, like, 96. So, right. you know, that's aged me a little. But uh, it was not That's a thing. That's when I was born. Woo. Right? Yeah, I was 10 by then. Ah. 
So, uh, yeah, but it wasn't a thing, and it still really isn't kind of a thing because I don't know. Compared to Canada, where it was like a family day, and you you know after school you'd go bobbing for apples or go to a fair, and you know jump in some leaves or something, and then later you'd go grab some candy, and maybe there's a party for the grown-ups later. You know, that's what it is, right? Here, it's like, you can't get anybody to dress up, right? Which, for a country who need minimal excuse to dress as a banana to run a marathon, I feel is weird. <laughs> you just need people to run for it. Um, people dress up I more for the London Marathon that. than they do for Halloween. It's so I weird to me. I don't know, maybe because I'm running in in all of my friends are really flamboyant and over the top so i don't i don't know oh man i gotta start spending halloween with you and your friends because that sounds way better yeah dude hocus pocus all Mm -hmm. of that hocus Mm -hmm. pocus indeed uh karen has a worrying attraction to her cousin (laughs) (laughs) i just oh god karen she's such an idiot no, you see, I... it's fine. It's only her first cousin. So you got your first cousins, then you got your cousins, then you got your second cousins, right? That's I mean, not that's right. the way it. Yeah. So you got cousins, then first cousins. Oh, honey, no, yeah. honey, no. Then you got second. Leave ones. your cousin alone. Leave him alone. And she doesn't. She evidently goes to. Jesus. <laughs> oh! I do you know what I I I remembered her. Har- I was about to call her Haran. I remember Karen featuring much more heavily in the film than she actually does. Three or four scenes, I think, total. But her presence yeah. is so strong and so pronounced. Yeah, I just she's just a fucking idiot. I, but she, but she's but she's really like, but she is a sweet person. Mm. But just fucking dumb and ignorant. Yeah, let's. We learn later that's what she thinks, at least. But uh, Aaron likes Mm. Katie's costume and goes to get her a drink. Unfortunately, he is intercepted by Regina, who kisses him a bunch after tacitly agreeing to set him up with Katie. Right in front of Katie. And then we have that moment that's just the, the, that big first heartbreak. Do you remember your big first heartbreak? Wow. When you're a teenager, you just can't like explain yourself either because you don't have the words because it's never happened before. So you're like, oh Mm. my fucking chest. Ow, it hurts. You remember like that time where something similar happened? No, because nothing ever has. That's okay. (laughs) No. No! Oh, oh, apologies. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, uh, I'm not saying she's a stalker, but she's definitely a stalker. Uh, second not your fa- second not favorite line in the movie, she saves your used tissues and says she's going to do some sort of African voodoo with it to make you like not her. Cool. Yikes! Wow, no. Not cool. I, not mm, cool at all. No, thank you. Uh, an understandably like upset Katie goes to Janice's place, uh, frightening her and Damien in the process because she comes in dressed like the the Death Bride. Just in its, I don't know the movie that's referenced on the screen there, but they're watching a movie, and I think they timed her entrance such that the two happen at the same. I believe. That's a good. That's a good. <laughs> well done. Sentences. Yeah, I. That's all I needed to say. You, you understand me. That's a good. That's a good. It is a good. It's an entire good. I like that. So cut to Janice going through their plan. The plan involves removing the three pillars of, of Regina George's power. Uh, Aaron Samuel's hot body and army of skanks, which is, I think, the best band name I've heard in a while. <gasps> army of skanks. Very I, good. So I like that. Turns out, our, I searched this on Spotify. Real band. 
Army of Skanks is a real UK punk band. I streamed a bunch of their stuff. It's pretty good. Shout outs to Army of Skanks. Really? Look them up. Yeah, they're not hey. sponsoring us or anything. Oh, I just listened to them. This episode is sponsored by um, Army of Skanks. It thank is, you, Army of Skanks. It is not sponsored uh, by them. We've got but promo thank you. code. <laughs> no, um, there is no promo, promo code. code. There is no. Stop it! You're um, going to get me in trouble. <laughs> skanking for Paul. No, <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> the website. No, stop it. To get a free album. Turn back. Turn back. I can't. I've gone too far into the bit. <laughs> I live here now. Come back. I care about you. Stop. It, it's just. It's just me and Paul bending some broomsticks here. I'm happy. So cut to Katie pretending that everything is fine. So Regina is clearly picking a fight with Katie, and in the animal world, this would be like an all-in ape fight. This is over the yeah. table here. And then they have one of these scenes where they all pretend to be animals, which uh, are both quite on the nose and also fun. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, you know, because it's not the animal world, it's the it's girl human world. high school world. It's girl so you have world. To do, do sneaky fighting. Sneaky fighting. Um, yeah. So it's, but I mean, all of their plans aren't working. No. They try several things, don't they? What do they try? They try the foot moisturizer foot moisturizer on the face but yep. just makes us more like peppermint which, which peppermint is a lovely smell it is yeah also i'm pretty i'm reasonably certain that foot moisturizer and face moisturizer same moisturizer just i don't know one of them has a picture of a foot on it maybe anyway, it's ineffective because aaron is super into peppermint yeah he loves peppermint god damn it mm -hmm. fuck that didn't work what else did they try uh cut holes in her tank top ineffective boobless tank top now teen fashion yeah, she's unfazed. Mm -hmm. To her credit, uh, it's like, huh? You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work with this. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's you must have a certain level of confidence there to just be like, sick and do what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, these guys are not good at subterfuge. But cut no. to around Christmas, where the Plastics are going to perform Jingle Bell Rock, which they do every year, and Katie starts to understand that Regina's compliments are intended to manipulate people, including when she said she likes Katie's bracelet earlier. Yeah, she's uh, she's very two-faced. Mm. Uh, we also we also find out what what Regina did to make Janice hate her, um, mm -hmm. and that was because she she blew him off for. a she blew Janice off for a guy and just never stopped showing up. And so obviously Janice is really upset because she's like, that's my friend. Um, and then Regina, um, didn't invite her to her, um, birthday party. Um, and then, oh and my God, she being didn't a lesbian. invite me to my birthday party. And then she started a rumor about me being a lesbian. And but of course, I'm not a lesbian. And then Gretchen got involved. And I just don't even know Gretchen. We're starting the, this. This is what the movie's doing to us, Eleanor. Absolutely. I'm getting into it. Um, and as we all know, lesbians aren't allowed to pool parties. Boo. Very sad. Right, because you're a lesbian, you must therefore be a sex predator? That's me. I guess. Can't look at a woman. That seems strange to me. So, cut to the Christmas show, I guess? No, wait, oh, first. No. first, 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 first. This is the bit they have. She, uh, there's some good Katie comes up subterfuge. with a 
Very good plan. She knows exactly what to do and who she needs to target. Mm -hmm. The person she needs to target is Gretchen Wieners. So they, uh, she buys a couple of candy, can, candy cane grams. Did you have those in secondary school? Uh, yeah, high did. school. Yeah, candy grams. It was like uh, it was a fundraising thing that you could do for charities. So you could send people uh, candy canes. Uh, we didn't do it like That's in lovely. class, but at homeroom. So in the first like fifteen minutes, where right. they take attendance, sort of thing. So yeah, it was, oh, it was right. kind of great. You could sort of, you know, 20 pence for a little candy cane and you could buy one for your friends. So it was kind of nice. Very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We all, we always uh, just said stuff like Merry Christmas on it and then bought like 50 of them for each other. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, it was great. Um, So we have Damien bust into a class dressed as Santa, Santa mm -hmm. handing out can candy grams for everyone. Mm -hmm. Two for you, one for you, four for you, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. <laughs> And Damien, best I line, you, none for Gretchen Wieners, bye, <laughs> which is just delivered with such, yep. ooh, I don't, I'm, I don't know the name of the guy who plays Damien, but I am a big fan. Me neither, I but I do really, like I think he's really, really fucking funny. I agree. Excellent delivery. His timing um, is really on point too, I feel. Very on point. Uh, and this, uh, this gets under Gretchen's skin quite mm. a bit. She's not very happy because Katie gets one, so obviously sent from herself. She sent it to herself mm -hmm. saying, thanks for being such a good friend. Oh, Love so Regina. Good. And alarm bells are going off inside Gretchen's head. Mm -hmm. Because of course, Regina never does stuff like this by accident. No. Uh, so she starts to sort of tear herself apart, thinking, what have I done wrong? Is she upset with me? Why is she upset with me? Devious. Ooh. Devious. I love it. So, yeah, talent show time. Mm -hmm. Cut to the uh, Christmas show. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Uh, Damien so have, sings Beautifully, I Feel, a song by Christina angel. Aguilera. Uh, whilst having a shoe thrown in his face, doesn't even flinch. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. He flinches a, a little bit. It, puts, it puts him off his performance very slightly, which I would also. That's perfectly understandable. Yeah. Uh, and then he has a lovely, um, I don't know. Are we not doing the... back in their faces. What? <sighs> Honestly, who throws a shoe? Austin Powers, that? Austin Powers, nineteen ninety eight, probably. I don't know. Wait, which one? Probably one of them. Dude throws a shoe at him because he's pretending to be the guy with the hat, and instead it's a shoe, and he goes, "Ah, who throws a shoe? Honestly, I don't remember that." Oh shit! Really? No, I've seen the Austin Powers movies as well. You got to watch some Austin Powers, man. Shit's still good. Uh, Gretchen starts accidentally. Quote, 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 dropping secrets to Katie as revenge for being snubbed with the candygram. Including that Regina has had a nose job and mm -hmm. uh, she does not like Katie and she only made friends with her to make fun of her. Mm -hmm. Welcome to MC Mathlete here. Uh, I'm going to say dude's got bars, but no flow. Kevin. Yeah, he he got to work a bit on this. I could see him getting good, but but, you but know. he has endless enthusiasm. That's what he we, does. We live for. And I'm saying he's got bars. Yeah, like he, his lyrics are gold. It's pretty good. But you know, eh, give him a year of practice. He'll probably be real good at it. <laughs> then there's a super sexy performance of Jingle Bell Rock. Just what the gathered parents want to see. Honestly, how uncomfortable. <laughs> every like every time you like I watch this and I go, Oh my god, and then I just remember that they're sixteen and I'm like, that's so inappropriate. 
Um, but we have Amy Poehler as the number one fan, the cool mom. Mm-hmm. She's filming. She's dancing along. She knows the choreo. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Gretchen has a last-minute uh, placing change, as ordered by mm-hmm. Regina, which throws her off completely and uh, fucks up the routine, which is saved by Katie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's first, may I note, it's got to be real fucking tough to dance like you don't know how to dance when you do know how to dance. Yeah. Right? And again, this is where I'm watching a bunch of people who really know how, like, Lindsay Lohan can dance. We know this for a fact. She's very good. So to be able to dance like she can't move properly is weird, right? Yeah. Dance like a high schooler who's done this for three hours ever. All right. Again, a good actress. Seriously. We miss you, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Gretchen accidentally kicks the boombox, causing the CD to skip. See, we used to have these things called compact discs, and uh, when you had a cheaper CD player, CD is short for compact disc, you see, and sometimes the CD would skip, like it does here. I am I'm familiar with CDs, but my, uh-huh. my first CD I bought with my own money was Avril Lavigne! Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I I have been traveling the world apologizing for Avril Lavigne. <laughs> have you seen that interview of her when she's like, she's super young and someone's interviewing her. And she's just being so moody. And it's everything yeah. is like, I wouldn't call myself punk. I'm just a rock chick. I like to rock out and throw shit around. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and all of the fucking teenage girls around the world are like, yeah, I feel that too. Angsty. Uh- you know what? I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. It was not my thing. <laughs> oh, I loved it, man. You had, like, cargo pants and everything. I was like, ooh. <laughs> were, were you a skater girl? I could not skate for shit. But yeah, I had a skateboard, and I sometimes, like, like sat down on it and scooted myself along. Or, like, I never put both feet on that board because I would fall down. And I'm mm-hmm. afraid of hurting myself. Yeah, I think I was part of that Tony Hawk's 2 thing where I was like, yeah, it seems like a positive career choice. <laughs> how, two years I couldn't kickflip. Solid career choice. I will yeah. be a professional skater. That's how That's how my life's going to go. Absolutely. Rock on, dude. Mm-hmm. So after awkwardly standing there for a second after the boombox breaks, Katie saves the performance by leading the audience in a sing-song of the rest of the song, which I think is pretty fetch. Stop, main tr- stop trying to make fetch happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. It's not. It says so in right the script. Here. Regina right has now. spoken. Regina um, can suck my dick. <laughs> but this is one step too far for Gretchen. Gretchen is f- pissed off. And she gives a lovely little speech about Caesar, obviously in English class. <laughs> She's like, why do we always have to listen to Caesar? Brutus is just as cute as Caesar. <laughs> She gets so into it, and I love that she completely 100% understands this. Oh, God. Well, it's obvious that she's just like, right, Regina Caesar and I'm Brutus, and why doesn't anybody like me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, yeah. So I think uh, Gretchen is cracked, and she spills the first usable intel. Regina cheats on Aaron every Thursday in the projection room above the auditorium. Like, she keeps a schedule. Like, she yeah. meets this guy. Okay, what are it's, you doing? Okay. It's infidelity Every Thursday hour. for the time being. Woo! Yeah, infidelity hour. That's the, that's the way it goes. So I guess all that's left is for someone to tell Aaron, except, no, it would be a bit too straightforward. They need to scheme big. 
That's the subtitle of this episode, Scheme Big. Scheme Big One uh-huh. put up a poster saying that swim meet is in the in the projection room above the auditorium <laughs> on Thursday. This so stupid. The swim team must practice yeah. in the projection room. That's, yep, that's dumb, dude. And I love that Aaron's like, ah, fucking coach. All right, I don't know what he's doing now, but all right. All right, seems legit. Um, mm-hmm. But of uh, course, big scheme two. Oh, actually, there's an important thing happens here. Isn't there? Because, wait, no, hey, that happens later. So hmm. pretend that Damien has stolen Katie's purse. Ineffective, but it looks like they busted a pedophile rapist in the act, so bonus points. Oh, Jesus. So bad. Not cool. It's so not cool. No, again, a very, very, like, dated, like, <laughs> that was the sort of thing that people yeah. found funny. And yeah, it's not and- funny. Could I also point out that it's extra bad to... Is it extra bad that it's the Vietnamese student? Like, is that extra added bad, like, you are, you know, Vietnamese sex worker lady or whatever? I I wasn't picking up on that. That may be something that I missed. We didn't pick up on. I honestly didn't, and then I read... Much against my usual... Uh, modus operandi on this show. I I did go look up a couple of reviews of Mean Girls, so I have other people's opinions swimming in my head. And one of them was a Vietnamese writer going like, "This is bullshit. Why are the Vietnamese people always the fucking sexy ones? Stop it. Yeah. Why, why are we cool. always the ones being taken sexual advantage of? Stop it. I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't see that angle, but I could see someone picking up on that angle, and I don't like it. Yeah. Well, that's not cool at all, dude. None of this is cool. I don't like this man or what he's doing. No, he's a uh, he is trash. Um, he is, but at least he so, does get fired. Mm-hmm, he does later, fortunately. Also arrested, I think. So it turns out none of these big schemes is working. Fortunately, they come up with a new plan. Convince Regina that Kaltin bars are actually a weight loss snack. Yeah, and so she of course can't I, read Swedish. So woohoo! There you go. I can a little bit. You know what the rapper says? What? Go upivikt, which is Swedish for gain weight. <laughs> so, ah. Literally go up in weight. Go upivikt. Wow, there we go. Nice so and it's simple. right on the label. Yeah. If only Google had tra- if only Google Translate had existed in 2004. Yeah, man. So it's definitely also a fictional candy because I've never seen it in Sweden or it might be or might would it might have been a thing. It's but, supposed to be like a little protein bar or something. Well, uh, later we learn that it's what uh, Katie's parents were using to help malnourished children in Africa, which reminds me of a stuff called Plumpy Nut, which is used to treat severe acute malnutrition. Oh. It's, uh, it's like a fortified peanut butter, because if you're super malnourished, you can't just have food because you'll throw it up because yeah. your body, it's, it's like too much. It's, it puts you into shock almost. So they developed this uh, vitamin-enriched peanut butter. And it's it can store it forever. You can keep p- packets of it. You can carry tons of the stuff on a truck. It's uh, it's really good stuff. Wonderful. So that and it's intended to make you gain weight very quickly, right? Mm. So it reminds me a little bit of that. So of course, telling somebody that this is diet food is oof. That's something. Yeah. Hey, you know what we're gonna do? Give her an eating disorder by accident. I think she's already there. She's you there. Reckon? Yeah, man, she wants to lose three pounds, and she's already very thin. What's three pounds, like a kilo and a half? Uh, dude, I am from 
England. We don't do pounds. Okay, so how many how many haystones is that? Like half oh, stones? Oh, uh, is that ha- like one half a half a, th- a threepence? And half a threepence of a half stone. And two guinea pigs. That's the one. That's the standard measurement of weight is guinea pigs. <laughs> As they continue to hang out, Katie hates Regina but also wants her to like her. For some reason, see, being popular is like the teen equivalent of being famous, I guess. And Katie starts to legitimately obsess uh, about Regina, and even as she's even as she's upside down in a bin. Yeah, this, this is one of these scenes of that was physical comedy where I was like, "Well, okay, thank you for throwing that in there." Apropos of nothing, but I don't hate it. This was definitely in the trailers. Oh god, yeah, the slow mo, mm-hmm. slow mo shot. Yeah, let's just uh, show you an upside down shot of this uh, of this Lindsay Lohan with the super nice legs in, uh, you know, flailing around Why in not? a bin. Yeah, um, that's the one. yeah, so Katie really starts dumbing herself down and mm-hmm. uh, pretends she needs a, a tutor to try and mm-hmm. spend some time with Aaron, even though he is not that great at maths, it seems, mm-hmm. or at least not as good as her. Um, and so they start to he becomes a private tutor Mm -hmm. this is also around the time when i started noticing the change in the costume and hair and makeup because they've been piling up little by little each time maybe maybe in this scene she has a bit of something on her cheek and maybe in this one she's got her eyeliner on and maybe and i only just noticed now where i'm like oh wow hang on she was she started in like a jean jacket and a ponytail yeah and now She's got that early 2000s sort of, like, smudgy, dark eyeliner that goes all the way around the eye. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Which I will say is still quite nice in a lot of ways. It still looks good to me. It's nostalgic. Nostalgic a bit, yeah. yeah. That and, like, the the black lace chokers. Ah. Those things are great. I'm sure you look lovely in one. I I know I look lovely in one. (laughs) I have a collection. I do. Uh... But yeah, I really appreciate how the character development is matching the visual here, because this is just peak cinema to me. It's very subtle, and I was not expecting this in a teen girl movie. No, it's there. Um, but yeah, has... so... Sorry, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to expand. Would you like to take mm-hmm. this? No, go ahead. Ah, oh, well, um, yeah, so... Aaron and Katie start hanging out and mm-hmm. uh, they're getting closer and it's clear they're very into each other and they mm-hmm. have a cheeky little snog, but Aaron's like, whoa, we can't do this. It's not fair on Regina. And then just the word vomit comes out and mm-hmm. rather tactlessly, uh, she just blurts out that Regina's been cheating on him. Yep. And there it is. Could I also say cheeky little snog? Best British way to say anything. There we go, cheeky little snog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now say it in the Cockney voice of the little cheeky little snog. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that's just your party trick now. That well, um, have you seen? Have you seen bed knobs and broomsticks? I have. It's wonderful. How insane! A lovely toe with pink eyes. Yeah, it's uh, it's an acid trip of a movie oh, for children. God. So good. You remember when we used to make programming for children that was about the experience of being on drugs? Drugs for kids. Yes, I guess. So, yeah, her her plan works. They kiss. Hooray. But then turns out that uh, 
she knocked out the one of the first three pillars, keeping Regina afloat among her. This is they're they're staging a coup, right? Like that's what's happening here thematically. This is a queen, and we're we're staging a coup to unseat the. That's what's happening here, right? I I feel yeah, it's like a it's a takedown from the inside. I feel like right. Uh, this mm-hmm. upsets Regina because she's unaccustomed to dealing with the consequences of her own actions. Yeah. So she runs off crying with Gretchen, leaving Katie and Karen to have a conversation about Karen's unusual talents. Yeah, I mean. I mean, Regina storms off and calls Karen dumb. Mm. And she says, you're not, you know, Katie goes, you're not dumb, Karen. She goes, no, no, I am. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, I know it. I'm like, like I, refreshing I self-awareness. I don't know if it's self-awareness or if it's she's down on herself, because let's be clear. No, she doesn't seem you know, too fucked off about it. She's just how like, many, yeah. How many dumb people do you know who can fit their whole fist in her mouth? <laughs> I can <laughs> I watched it and I was like, I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be lying if I said I didn't sort of look at my hand and went, no, nah, can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure I don't need to try here. There's just like, I don't know. This is where the writing, I'm like, this is this is kind of the old SNL gang that, that has been writing and producing this because it's produced by Lauren Michaels. and um, Oh, okay. Tina Fey has written it and there's someone else who wrote it as well, I think, I believe. Um, but it's very SNL because you get about like the, like they really try and cram in jokes with mm. her and she gets sort of several in a row, you know, mm. oh no, actually I am dumb. There must be something you could, you, you know, I'm failing on my test. So well, there must be something you can do. Well, I can fit my whole fist in my mouth. And what else? Oh, I have this, oh, I can tell when it's, well, I she... can tell when it's raining. I have yeah. a fifth, I have a fifth sense. I can tell when sense, it's raining. Yes. Yeah. She can tell when it's raining. Yeah, her breasts can at least. Yeah, it's her breasts like can ESPN, tell right? When it's rain, yeah, not when it's about to rain. No, when but, it is raining. Yeah, I mean, I feel like isn't that a regular breast power? Like, if it rains on you and they're out, you can be like, "Yep, definitely raining." I think that's rain. Yeah, I feel like that's a skin power. Yeah, it's called nerves. Hmm. Turns out that Regina moves pretty fast. She's already having a bit of a fumble with her mum. Not with her mum. Sorry, fuck, no. She's having a bit of a fumble while her mum walks in offering snacks and condoms. I mean, supportive motherhood. I don't know. (sighs) That's... Amy Poehler has stolen every scene she's in, and I love it. So (laughs) good, and she knows it as well. (laughs) It's just Tina Fey's gone, like, would you like to do this walk-on role? It's really funny. And she's just like, yeah, fine. (laughs) Sick. And just, I don't know, eats up that screen time. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I love everything about this. You kids need anything? Water, condoms? Okay, stay safe. You and they don't even break. <laughs> they don't even break for anything. It's just like, later, not even a later mom, go away. It's just like they keep going. God. That poor woman. Uh, I, I think she might have brought this on herself by failing to raise her own daughter at all. Incredibly low self-esteem there, it seems. Also that, maybe, uh... So, cut to Damien stuffing the Spring Fling nominations ballots to nominate Janice, but it turns out that Katie is legitimately also nominated. Uh, I thought Gretchen was also just in it. Oh, I must have missed seen it. I don't know. Well, uh, Damien stuffs the ballots to get uh, Janice nominated, because who's going to vote for Janice? But I think Katie just gets it, and also uh, Gretchen just gets it. Like, they're all nominated. Uh Aha, makes sense. And they are very, very proud of themselves. Mm-hmm. 
The plastics convene at the Temple of Fashion, a shop called 135, which only sells clothes in sizes 1, 3, and 5. Is that a, I'm assuming that's a different dress size to over here, because uh, we have, like, even numbers? Uh, one would be like a size, uh, like a size eight, I'd say, or maybe a six. Okay. So yeah, it'd be that. Right. In as far as these things go, I think it'd be like eight, 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 ten, twelve, or like six, eight, ten is really what this would be. Right. There is also a size zero for people who have no body mass to speak of. And that is a valid size. That is a valid size. Uh, Regina, who's been, uh, did I just make fun of people's, I didn't mean to, I'm sorry. It's fine. shot, I didn't mean to. Regina, who's been unwittingly eating 5,000 calories a day, which is several thousand more than you're supposed to eat even as a man, uh, can't, can't fit in her size 5 dress, and the sales lady is real mean about it. Yeah, what a cunt. I hate places like this. Like, well, if you're not exclusive enough, sorry. I can't afford places like that. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I walked into churches to buy shoes once because I was real hyped to get new shoes, but I'd been wearing my plaid because like, I was at work that day. And they looked at me like, uh-huh, you don't really belong here. And I'm sitting there going, I'm about to spend hundreds of pounds with you. Fuck off. <laughs> so I got followed around Sainsbury's today. <laughs> I was like, what? What, you, what do you think I'm going to nick? I'm wearing dungarees. <laughs> like, I like, leave me alone. I come in here every week. I look like a child. Leave it. <laughs> right. Probably that's why, because the British mistrust the young. It's true. Us like thieving little companies. Ah, you know what? I, I get it now. <laughs> I was <laughs> doing my Paul voice. So there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. So to keep this going, uh, Katie has a rigorous scientific explanation about how carbs work. It's pretty complicated, but yeah, it's, it's all on the label, mm-hmm. which she can read because everyone in Africa can speak Swedish. Yeah. Regina Classic. believes this. I um, love this so much. She has such a read on the ignorance of her target. It's so yeah, <laughs> it's it's very learned. Um. Cut yeah, I just she Sorry, is just being so gross at this point, Caddy. Like gross. she's she's really transformed, and it's just like nasty and not cool and horrible. Yep. So cut to math class where, and you know what's weird about Katie's quizzes? If she gets all of the work right, then seems to deliberately get the answer wrong. Mm, curiouser and curiouser. Yep. It upsets uh, Katie to the point where she writes down in the burn book that Miss Norbury probably sells drugs on the side to pay for her divorce. Yeah, which is sort of, you know. See, we might conclude that she's become a bitch, but only because she's acting like a bitch. It could be. This is the thing Katie says to herself. Be. Yeah, I think uh, think that's sort of definitional there, buddy. Oh, man. Also, do you notice a lot of people are eating donuts? Like, a lot (laughs) of people are eating donuts in this film. I can't, I can't say I did. Is this the four-way call moment? This is, uh, yes it is, and also our old friend Product Placement, this time for Popular American Donut Company. I, so I did, I did notice the donut eating, and that was because they were out in Mm -hmm. a sort of, I don't know, in a, in a dish? Yeah. And is that where people keep their donuts? Because wouldn't they go stale? I don't know. Or is it just movie magic? I feel like if you bought donuts and they lasted longer than an hour, then you are a magical person. Right, Okay. Like, who has time to put them in a dish? 
They're I gone know, like in Jesus. 10 minutes. But also that's they're not going to be fresh anymore. They're going to be If you need fresh, you go buy another donut. I, I okay, right. So uh. You don't keep them in a dish. You're right. Who does that? I th- yeah, I think it's just it's kind of less of a I, I don't know like we we don't tend to buy single donuts like buy we don't tend to buy donuts by themselves we kind of like do get a pack of donuts and they're in a bag and you just reseal them and they wait there mm. i suppose like that's right yeah cookies i don't know mm. worryingly regina's little sister who has seen earlier twerking along to my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard is now watching ads for uh, spring beach party videos and oh, pretending God. to flash just like the women on screen are doing. Oh, no, that Very was so worrying. depressing. So depressing. And I just want Amy Poehler's character to parent for once in her fucking life. I'm like, please. Oh, please, this girl needs you. Stop Stop trying to be your daughter's friend and be her fucking mother for a bit. Oh, please. God, yeah. You can be both things, but be this one right now, please. Please. Uh, and during this four-way conversation, uh, Regina is munching on donuts and bread, and I guess that all-carb diet seems to be working pretty well for her. Oh, God. All-carb diet everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's Do the one. you, babe. And we have a lovely like, little four-way call, and we get the famous line there of, I, I can't come, I'm sick, with, like, the <laughs> fake cough. <laughs> boo you, whore! Which is a sort of... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can't beat by beat this because we would be here for another hour if I tried. It's such a dense scene. I love it to bits. It's so It really good. is. There's, there's so much going on there. Mm-hmm. And it, a lot of these scenes do remind me of those teenage conversations like, oh, no, but then she said this and then he said that. And I'm going to catch you up and just, OK, so that, but wait, who's George? George is the like, follow me here. George is the guy who I went out with last week, but I don't like him anymore. And Regina, he, you remember Regina. No, I don't remember Regina. What are you talking? It's that sort of speed. Yeah. And they capture that tempo so well in this film. It's, I, yeah, it's kind of like they've caught that stereotype quite well, I think. Mm. No. I almost fell off my chair. I broke my chair earlier. Um, cause the, Why did you do the, that? The handle of my bag got caught to the wheel and I just oh. pulled. Instead of using my brain, I just pulled and the fucking wheel came off. Uh, <laughs> Probably so a good now. thing you didn't use your brain. Otherwise, it, the, the brain might have pulled off too yeah that's the best i've got there i'm sorry i'll do better it's next okay time. no we'll leave i just wanted to explain my my brief ah. that's okay all right okay but yeah i love this scene i do love this scene it's so good but it also captures the politics of their information feeds mm. it's real i'm a polit i literally studied politics at university and this you is like oh, okay i recognize what's happening here that's interesting I got notes it's about kind that of just later. like a big exchange of hierarchy and power and it's all I don't know it's so um <sighs> it's also uh, like underhanded. Mm. Cut to lunch the following Monday where Regina is out of uniform and thus cannot sit with them because no, she's, she's wearing, wearing sweatpants. sweatpants. Oh, that's the one you can't wear sweatpants. But that's all that'll fit her now. Yeah. Good. You can't sit with us is another famous phrase. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves to scream You can't it. sit with us. You can't sit with us. Uh, looks like that part in the plan is working pretty well. Yeah. Um. So sort of K- Katie takes over as the new queen bee, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um. And she's invited to Janice's art show, but she can't mm-hmm. because she has to go to Madison with her parents. 
Yep, that gives her an alibi for the other one. Absolutely. But uh, and Gretchen... Madison, with her parents, gives her an alibi for not going to the art show, but instead hosting a small, intimate get-together. Absolutely, sort of. Um, with just a, just a few people, just like a small smattering of people. Uh-huh. And you start to realize that when she, she invites Aaron, and um, she started taking on all of... Um, What's her faces? Regina's um, phrases and mannerisms, mm. and uh, yeah, she's just being gross and horrible. Um, she is, but may I say her tradecraft is definitely on point, and she knows it because she's playing <laughs> three parties against each other's knowledge. Very good. Uh, scheming teenagers. Mm. Scheme big. Um, so the party, as expected, gets out of hand, and there's lots and lots of people who are sort of throwing bits of her house around. Mm-hmm. Why? One of the reasons why I'll never hold a house party because mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to break anything. My things are um, too nice. I do have. I'm very poor, and I have a few nice things, and I don't want mm-hmm. them to be broken. Mm-hmm. Um, you think she got and... enough cheese and crackers for eight people? That's probably enough, right? That'd be fine. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because the small intimate gathering definitely does turn into a red solo cup party. Oh god, yeah, uh, with people she doesn't know turning up, mm-hmm. and she's sort of determined. And she just chugs shots back like she a pro. Drunk. Yeah. Um, Aaron I mean, shows say, up. Act, the acting drunk is very good because real drunk people are not the Hollywood drunk people who stumble around immediately after having one vodka, right? Very true. You, when you when you're drunk, you're trying to not act drunk. Am I right? That's the one. Trying to pretend you're fine, but yep. you're crunk. Um, Aaron stumbles into the party and immediately spots Regina, who's gate crashed. Um, goes to hide in Katie's room. Uh, and she she comes to greet him, and you know he's not he's not thrilled with her. To be honest, he's kind of a bit grossed out that she's exactly the same as Regina. Mm-hmm. And um, just like My note a clone. Here is Katie has been drinking heavily and clearly wants to bone down. Yeah, she's she's trying her best, but uh, she ends up throwing up on him when Regina bursts in. Yep, that's uh, that's the least sexy thing to do. No, that's 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 not hot at all. Um, but see, when they get to talking, turns out that her yeah. Uh, I'm sort of with him here. Uh, she she was way more attractive in a lot of ways to me as a kind-hearted, ponytailed math nerd. Yeah, she's like, just I liked a, that a nicer. Better. She's a nicer, better human. Mm, I think. Uh, she she chases an understandably upset Aaron outside, and equally understandably upset Janice arrives and tells her that she's not pretending to be a plastic anymore she just is one and also a mean girl tm hey you're a mean girl you're a bitch mm-hmm. um and Janice uh, throws a painting at her she does and katie screams it's not it's not your fault it's not my fault you're obsessed with me she does a full regina uh, and janice no. which is really horrible and gross and not cool at all but also um, janice has her number right like she knows like yeah. no that's what it, i know how to deal with a regina i've done it longer than you have chill right yeah it's kind it's kind of horrible and awful and she's so mean and uh damien drives off screaming i want my pink shirt back and I he's would. genuinely very upset by this mm. horrible thing that she said to 
Janice. Mm-hmm. It's it's real mean. And Damien's yep. a good friend. Plus, the painting depicts Janice, Damien, and the ponytailed version of Katie. Yeah. May as well just have a rainbow above it going, friendship, and have Friends. it go like, oh, no. No, what have I done? I throw my friendship down the drain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you've turned this into a musical. No, it's already been done. done. It was on Broadway. Was it actually? Yes, dude. Oh, no, really? It's actually really funny. I dare say funnier than the film. I I could see it being campier for sure, because that's sort of what musicals end up doing all the time. It's campier. The, the, the songs are good. Wonderful. I might have to seek that out. That sounds fun. Do it, dude. Um, Cut to a still constantly screaming Regina furiously writing horrible stuff about Katie in the burn book. Because she has found out that the Cal team bars are to bulk up. weight gain, yeah. Yeah. From the random football playing guy she's with who's like, oh, why are you eating those? I think his name is Shane? I'm picking out Shane as a name? I don't know. Maybe. He appears once and says one thing. Oh, he appears a couple of times. Does he? Okay. Yes, what the person an impression that she was making left. out with in the um, in the projection room. Sure, he has left such an impression. I don't know what you mean. He's my favorite character. <clears throat> I guess that's fair. I'm not going to yuck your yum. He's not. Uh, he didn't leave an impression on me. He's, he's probably somebody's favorite. He's got favorite. the best lines ever. He like, got all hey, the zingers. Why are you eating that? Yeah. Oh my god, such a zinger! Ugh, get that on a t-shirt. It's because it's me, I probably absolutely would. Yucky, yucky, yucky. Uh, and Regina is, merch. she just has the one scream for, like, hours. She really does. You ever it's played, such a uh, good scream. You ever played Serious Sam, the video game? No. There's an enemy that has no head but bombs for hands, and it runs at you screaming, just like, <laughs> ah! And it's the only sound it makes, and it makes it forever until you kill oh, it. Oh, God. It's kind. Of, it reminds me of that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, she gets to the burn book with a plan because she. You'd imagine that she, in a rage, put Katie in there. What she actually puts is herself, because it turns out her plan is to make it look like all the horrible shit in there was written by the only three girls not in there. Aha! Uh-huh. A very smart plan. Uh, and she then takes this and shows it to the principal, and the principal is appalled. Mm-hmm. But first, more of the world's best ever health class. <laughs> he spells chlamydia wrong in this. He's like, right, chlamydia. K L I. I'm like, yes. Very See, good. Uh, you're likely to have urges. You're going to want to take off your clothes. And you're going to want to touch each other. But if you do touch each other, you will get chlamydia and die. I mean. Oh, boy. That's that's something. And unfortunately, very close to the kind of sex education a lot of people received. Yeah, abstinence, dude. <laughs> Just uh, I, I guess technically it does work. Abstinence. Technically, not. sure. That's the subheading. <laughs> um, but this next bit is but like such mm. a, I don't know, it's a, a real like a classic scene that just sticks in my memory it's just this chaotic energy of regina walking through the halls throwing the pages of the burn book and 
everyone slowly realizing and reading and mm. just her the the shot of her standing there oh, with yes. her arms crossed while there's a woman like shaking crying on the stairs and there are people just fighting each other and a <laughs> boy walks past he goes mom can you pick me up i'm scared <laughs> it's such a wonderful take <laughs> this is just so the uh so this subterfuge, Regina is very good. Against a skilled counteroperative, it wouldn't be airtight enough because the reason she's described herself as fugly skank in the book is deniability. But the fact that the three girls here are who are not in the book are former associates and that they're not they're the only three in the book is evidence that those three are the intended tar- are the intended target, right? Mm. But Principal Duval would have to assume that some sort of subterfuge is taking place instead of the more obvious teen girls are complete assholes to other teen girls. Yeah. So her plan, she's very good at this. I mean... And she stands triumphant. Do you know uh, the Reddit page Accidental Renaissance? Yes. This is this is on purpose. Very Renaissance. that. Every Very still that. you could possibly take from this is a triumphant Nero while Rome burns. Oh God, it's so good. Um, eventually, uh, the head teacher, whose name I forget, um, presses a fire after trying to help somebody down, and it kicks. It, he, he gets kicked in the face. He's like, right, enough, and he just takes a baseball bat and smashes the uh, the fire alarm, mm-hmm. the sprinklers. <laughs> Made out with a hot dog? Oh my god, that was one time! It was one time! Oh. <laughs> god! Oh. God. Ron, come quick! They've gone wild! The girls <laughs> have gone wild! That is a space balls, and I approve. <laughs> and he grabs a baseball. He's like, I know what to do, and grabs a baseball bat! What? I was shocked. I, I have a yikes here, because it's like, okay, I know what to do. I'm going to grab this baseball bat and beat some heads in. I'm like, whoa, okay! No! Turns out, turns out... Those are just... children, sir! Oh, man. But, uh, mm, I hope you're fortunate enough to have never been in a building when the sprinklers go off. No. No, that's yeah, not good. happened to me. You know, you're, do you imagine the water in those pipes gets circulated? Ugh. Horrid. It's a closed system, so when it comes out, the smell is almost as bad as the fire. God, Jesus. Yeah, I've been in a building once with that, and my I had to throw away my clothes afterwards. Oh. It was not fun. No. Ugh. I mean, it'll keep you from dying, but Jesus. <laughs> sure, a small price to pay, I guess. In the I mean, things. I'm glad I'm not dead, personally. Yeah, personally, can't, yeah. Can't speak for anyone else. So Principal oh, Duval packs the junior girls into the gym for a stern talking to. Yeah, and we get a glimpse of uh, Damien in a hoodie drawn around his face and mm-hmm. huge sunglasses over his eyes, which I just appreciate. It's such a funny image. Yep. It's really funny. I, I will keep it. you here all night. You can't keep them here all night. Uh, we have to let them go at four. I will keep you here until four. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's very good. This is where we get like the the kind of SNL like sketch comedy writing coming in. And it could very easily have been just an SNL sketch comedy joke after joke, sketch after yeah. sketch setup, but they tied it together so perfectly. Yeah. It's so unfor- of... 
So go ahead. No, sorry, Karen. You go. So unfortunately for Principal Duval, he's not equipped to deal with the uh, lady problems here. So he delegates that responsibility to Mrs. Norberry. Mrs. Miss yeah. Norberry. What She's is the, the line from the lady? Like, tell, tell me about a lady problem. Um, everyone keeps saying that I'm not a virgin anymore uh, just because I use the extra jumbo tampons. But it's not my fault that I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. This is a bit too much for Principal Duval, who goes, I... No, uh, he's like, what? D no, I don't understand female anatomy. I need to leave. Well, I mean, even he's if out. he understands on paper, having no experience of it, I feel is like, a if you're going to give advice about something... You're like, out of your depth, babe. Right? Yeah. Get out. Um... So through good old-fashioned, eyes closed, hands up, polling, turns out that everyone is a mean girl. Turns out. And they're just being mean to each other. What follows is what I, I, it's the most uncomfortably American thing I have ever seen on film. Open group therapy, complete with apologies and trust exercises. This is so against everything that I have in my body as, <gasps> a, like, an emotionally crippled British person. You want me to speak my feelings in front of a room of people? That's embarrassing. Bye. Yes, well, I, I think you'll find that I, um, well, I, I suppose, uh, um, well, here's my treatise on the idea of happiness. Emotionally so... crippled. I can't express myself. It's where you see, I didn't, I, I didn't have my first emotion until I was about 17, you see. <laughs> and even then, it was only 10 seconds long, and then I was fine again. Back to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, what follow? It, it's, and then we got the weirdest gate crasher. Just... Uh, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> Do you even go to this school? No. No. I just have a lot of emotions. I just have a lot of feelings. Yeah, like who is who would you be in the show? And that would be me, I think. Just like going <laughs> school a... to school, hoping for this such the, such an event. Yeah, big sort of heart to heart. I'm like, where is it at? Oh, um, also, so she's sorry, so good. This actor so, is so, so good. good. <laughs> uh, it's such a short appearance, but it's just so perfectly done. Janice really enjoys her apology. Including kind of owning the lesbian rumors and doing a full Xena Warrior Princess battle cry as she dives into yeah. the crowd of awaiting women. So she basically, because uh, Katie is being a, a scaredy cat and doesn't want to admit to all of the things that she's done, so yeah. Janice sees this and says, "Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reveal you for the sneak that you are," and basically reveals to the room and Regina that uh Katie's been double crossing her this whole time. Mm -hmm. And yep, so uh, Regina storms out and yeah. Katie follows her to apologize, I guess in the spirit of reconciliation. Regina gets angry and then gets hit by a bus. Of course. If only we had some sort of foreshadowing. It's here. It was trying to warn us this whole damn time like a and then it hit me like a Big yellow school bus. That's the one. Right there. And just then, she realized that the foreshadowing in the previous scenes was really talking about her. Getting hit by a bus. Um, <laughs> I don't even fabulous. Know what I'm uh, rumors circulate. <laughs> Shawshank, that Katie, right? That was maybe, Shawshank Redemption. I think it might have been a Shawshank. Yeah, sounds like it. 
Rumors circulate that Katie pushed Regina in front of the bus, and her mother also seems to believe that her daughter would try to kill someone. Way to go. That's Good. that's feelings. Yeah. Wow, she's hurt by her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, heart to heart with her dad, who grounds her yeah. because she's failing calculus. Yeah, that's 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 the final straw, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so Katie decides to make good mm-hmm. to sort of... Oh, but not before she's forced to sit behind the guy who farts a lot in math class. Oh, God, yeah. What a what a vengeance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a punishment Actually, and a half. That's a human man. Listen, boy, whatever. You know what I mean. That's a human person. Yeah, he's farts. Fuck off. That's <laughs> You don't? Not all the time in a class. Yeah, that's well, not that's what you'd what, want to that's say, That's the way is he's it? chosen to live his life, and how dare you, sir? <laughs> Just yes, a, in math class, on seeing the allegations in the burn book has caused the police to accuse Miss Norberry of selling drugs, given that one of the other accusations turned out to be true, uh, Katie decides to own up to what she did and admit that she's the one who lied. Finally! Somebody Hooray. does something good. Good job. Then she goes on a tour of the people she's hurt trying to apologize and make amends, starting with flowers for Regina. Then an apology yep. to Miss Norberry, who is not terribly impressed that her house got raided by police. Nope. I wouldn't be. No, it's been a rough year for Miss Norberry, huh? Yeah. Little known fact, if the police search your house, they don't they don't clean up after. You have to do that. Oh, apparently. Yeah. Livid. Um Though she believes that her confession will make Aaron hate her, it seems to make him respect her a lot more. Because he goes like, Hey, welcome back, nerd. There you go. All is all is saved. Mm-hmm. And uh, all Miss Norbury wants is a... Um... She's going to earn her extra credits now. Yeah, by joining the mathletes. The mathletes. Is it bad that I wanted a Rocky-style training montage here? Because I kind of wanted a Rocky-style training montage here. No, I, I could have gone for a Rocky-style training montage. I just think that they were like, shit, fuck, we need to, like, wrap up some shit, and it's been, like, two hours. It has, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, instead of that, we get a preparing for the spring fling montage, which thematically is kind of better, I guess. Uh, especially yeah. with the purple-suited Janice and Damien, who are... I love that. They're so They're rad. Precious. They're absolutely the most fetch thing in this movie. You are pushing me to my limit. Like Did that song f- whose name we can't remember. Nope. I wouldn't even remember it if I mm-hmm. wanted to. We got some intercuts between Spring Fling, Mathlete Competition, and Katie's parents. Katie's dad is adorably clueless. Oh, yeah, Katie's mm-hmm. out. Katie's but out. she's grounded. Are they Are they not allowed out when they're grounded? No! I love that he's ne- like, she's been homeschooled forever. He doesn't understand what grounded means. Why would he need <laughs> to know that? No. No, how do you ground uh, your homeschooled child? They just How do you do time. that? They just sit Jeez. in the same place and do the same thing. Yeah. Be like, don't sit in that place that you like. Ah. Sit slightly to the left. That'll teach in you. The uncomfortable chair for you. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like this chair. It's, uh, it's pretty... Could I use this chair for class, Dad? No! Punishment! <laughs> you will get the rock. Sit on the rock. Hey, I, I like the rock even better! Fuck's sake, easily please, child. Yup. Hate a child that's easily pleased. Big whoop. Mm -hmm. That's what's-his-face who is rolling the boulder up the hill forever in the Greek. 
And uh, the way um, he beat the system was by saying, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking go for the high score. And then all the gods were like, wait, that's supposed to be a punishment. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's yeah. push a fucking rock. Let's go. Get swole. <laughs> you want to join the Swolverines? <laughs> <laughs> <Everyone's> like, ah! <laughs> Pushing this fuck off rock up the <laughs> The ro- I'm gonna totally now? Sisyphus this thing. It's, this boulder is gonna sis. I'm gonna Sisyphus this boulder all the way up this hill. You better stop. It's gonna be so fetch. You're welcome. Anywho, you're welcome. I'm gonna. Tr- I'm trying to remember the name of that Greek dude. You're trying to what now? What's the name of the guy? What's his name? The boulder. Oh, dude. Sisyphus. Oh, that's the that's the one. There we yeah. go. He's going to Sisyphus that rock all the way up that hill. I like him right, as like a wrestler man. Yeah. Like he looks exactly like. Exactly the rock. like uh, 1984. <laughs> He's just pushing Dwayne the Rock Johnson up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> For eternity. The Stop. rock has to push himself up the hill. <laughs> it's like Hulk Hogan just pushing him up the rock. Oh my God. He has to push oh the rock God. up the hill. And the rock doesn't want to be pushed. It's the no, new event. I... Forget cages. Forget oh ladders. We got a mountain. <laughs> Stop. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Let's wrap this up. We've been here. <laughs> Chatting shit for too long. Right. So the Mathlete competition. Here we go. It is. Ta- it's also the spring fling. Yeah. Katie's feeling a bit nervous. Yeah. yeah. She's she's feeling nervous. She's a bit mm-hmm. rusty because mm-hmm. obviously she's been not studious for quite a while. Yep. But, you know, the team have got it. And finally, it comes down to a showdown. It's, it's a real tied. good show this year. Look at this crowd. It's 15 people. Woo. Which is pretty good for a mathlete competition. Madison Square Gardens. Yes. It's um, my dream to play Madison Square Garden to 15 people. <laughs> Oh my god, how funny. Um, People are doing that now, right? Like, during yeah. pandemic? That's I'm happening. sure. Yeah. Probably. I, I love that that's happening. I love that we live in a ridiculous universe. I hate it so much. Me too, but um, I need to love something, so let me have it. <laughs> it's it's yours. Take it, please. Um, so, uh, what do we have it's now? Sudden death round. Sudden death. Here we go. We've missed the whole competition because it just went by in montage, and now it's Sudden Death, where it's Katie versus We Pick the Girl 2. Right. Okay, fine. And in Katie's mind, she rearranges her priorities because being bitchy won't help her win. Yeah, she thinks about me and means the gun, and then she says, maybe this isn't a very effective way to spend my time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not. Though I would say, uh, backhanded thing to your opponent before they start to put them off, that probably would give you a small advantage. Yeah, but this, wouldn't you rather just win by being good at maths? Katie rather would. Than Katie would prefer w- that. Good, good. Well done for making a right choice, Katie, you dumb bitch. Um, finally, she has a win by discovering that the limit does not exist. Yeah, so fun fact, Woo. I did this problem, and she's right. The the limit, there it doesn't approach anything. Or rather, it approaches positive and negative infinity at the same time. So it's like, it's nothing, it's nonsense. There you go. Yeah, it's it fun. Exist, I like Hans. actual math in movies. You freaking nerd. I like math, chill. <laughs> I'll never chill about math. Last year I cried doing my taxes. Wait, That's really? not even a lot of math. Yes! Oh, man. I think I think we need to get you into math. No. No? I would rather get into something cool like 
nunchucks or uh, fireworks. Did you just say nunchucks? Because I agree. <laughs> it's a like nunchucks. Like nunchucks, but nunchucks. But it's like just sh- like tiny sharks on the end, like nurse sharks. <laughs> oh, we could go with tiny if you want, sure. I was just like nurse sharks. They're quite small, right? Yeah, you can. I mean, you could go tiny. I was going like big. I was. Going, I'm not like, that strong though. Let's put the let's put the great whites on a chain and fling them. I, I've not got that upper body strength. I, I could I could handle a nurse shark. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So outside, the team has their Letterman jackets, and they got him. And I've gone from mildly annoyed to mildly amused that Kevin keeps referring to Katie as Africa, which, as nicknames oh, go, is actually pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Um, but what we have next is we've got um, champions back rolling the into the spring fling to a uh-huh. round of applause for whatever is happening on stage, and not and definitely not them. Absolutely, um, not for the mathletes mm-hmm. at uh, all. Wh- who would cheer the mathletes? Me. I mean, I would. That's fucking dope. Yeah. I mean, I go, can do that problem, team. but it takes me 15 minutes. It takes her a minute and a half. Like 30 seconds or something. 20 seconds? Movie time is weird. Yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. I can't tell. Mm. Um, but, so, yeah, just in time for the prom, the spring fling queen announcement. That's right. Uh, and Katie won. Surprise, surprise. No huh. one was expecting this. And um, it's time for a speech, I guess. Yeah. Although people don't usually make speeches when you can just I'm take the make, crown and I think and I'm going to make a fine. speech, though. Is that cool? I'm you just, don't need I'm to gonna, do that. Please don't. You don't gonna make need to a do that. And I'm going to take this uh, crown and I'm going to snap it in a few pieces and give one to people. Because, you know, listen, I'm I'm speeching already. So we mind. So I'm just going to do it. And you wait over yeah. there. Okay. Um. Yeah. So she, she, she doles out that win with all of the women and and people in the audience and um decides to she's like yeah. right enough of this bullshit Friendship. like we're all let's dismantle this mm-hmm. hierarchy and Seriously, just be kind most to each people, other most people just take the crown and go <laughs> that bit's really great for me because it's very anti-movie it's just kind of like breaking for the wall there and going like hey this is cheesy but we need to wrap this up so just can you excuse this yeah, yeah um, right and duval's just there like come on i'm look right yeah all right so um so that's done everyone's cheering they're having a good old time she makes up with janice and damien they're friends again mm-hmm. hooray and she makes up with aaron hooray like Get together and they slow or dance something. and kiss and make up. They do. Um, and uh, and since everyone else seems to be kissing, Janice and Damien go like, you know what? We should try that. Well, let's see what go. this whole thing is about. Oh god, absolutely not. They they immediately realize their mistake. Yeah, they're not they're not digging it. Um, no, they're not into it at all. No, Graham. Um, but then uh. Kevin shoots a shot with Janice. He just sort of slides in. Like, I'm convinced they put him on a dolly to slide in. <laughs> so smooth. God damn. And he just sort of dances with Janice, who I guess just goes for it. Like, All right, I'm going with it. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Um, uh, Miss Norbury and Mr. Duval, also a thing. Oh, lovely. Um, That's a guy's payoff. I like that. Regina and Shane with her massive head brace, back brace uh-huh. thing. Having a little romantic slow dance. Again, very mm-hmm. sweet. That's right. And uh, then we're at the epilogue. Regina That's made it. a full recovery and her physio got her to join the lacrosse team. Yeah, Have get you out played that lacrosse. 
I have not. It's super goddamn fun, but Jesus, you get hit. In, there's a lot of cross-checking in that game. Right. Uh, cross-checking is when you lead with the lumber, so you get, like, people will smash that stick into your face. I don't want that. I have yeah, a... it's a brutal fucking game, and I'm like, no, yeah, Regina would be very good at this game. Yeah. <laughs> so... Evil. Get yeah. that aggression out, hon. Yep, Karen here with uh, the booby weather forecast. It's 68 degrees, and there's a 30% chance that it's already raining. Yes, Han. Proud I of you. I love her so much. She's very sweet. <laughs> so stupid and ignorant, but so sweet. It's so endearing, because she's like, I'm trying. I'm going to put everything I've got into this. It's God, not working, yeah. but damn it, I'm going to do it. And, but yeah, uh, she's on camera. She's doing it. So no, she I mean, is. I'm not on camera. No. <laughs> Just, uh, Gretchen found a new click. Uh, also, she speaks Vietnamese now. Hold on for expanding your languages. This is this. That's fucking cool. Evidently, yeah. super smart because, like, she seems to have picked up Vietnamese very quickly. Yeah. Or she spoke it before. I don't know exactly, but you know, either way, yeah. super smart. Erin uh, went to Northwestern, so she still gets to see him on weekends. And Katie went from homeschool jungle freak to shiny plastic to most hated person in the world to actual human being. Because she wasn't one of those before, I guess. No. <laughs> mm. And, uh, yeah, that's the that's the end of the mm. fucking movie. Woo well, Janice and Kevin are together and seem happy, and all the drama from last year isn't important anymore because teenagers. Also, the new crop of freshman plastics also get hit by a bus. But they don't. It's just... No, they don't, actually. Symbolism. Yeah, I guess. Roll credits! Hey, there you go. And that's the film. That is the film. That it is. I was not expecting this film that was supposed to be a teen gossip fest. Uh, not expecting it to be, I think, my favorite spy movie. Yeah, it's uh, full of espionage and all sorts. This is this is legitimately a double, double agent versus counter espionage story set in a high school around high school drama stuff. Like, I'm, not, I'm not making that up, am I? No, no, it's, it's, I think it's, it's very much like, but it's almost kind of like a, a, like a very campy mockumentary style look at, um, like high school and teenage hierarchy and politics and stuff. And like why specifically we've been taught to be so mean to each other. Hmm. I guess I'm wondering how accurate is the depiction of girl world? Because my high school experience was extremely not that. Mm. Um, I think I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's hard. I, mm. I think because um, we are we are conditioned to just feel um, to, to to be in competition with each other and to and we're not allowed to express ourselves and. Um, air out our grievances in a direct way it has to be underhand and passive aggressive and palatable and uh, and stuff like that so it it can breed a lot of resentment and a lot of like bitchiness and gossip it can it doesn't always and it is case by case and everyone's different but i think sort of largely that's still a thing that happens i'm hoping mm. that we're going to move towards somewhere where we can just well, that doesn't have to be a thing so you reckon um, almost regina is at the end of the let it go song from frozen like fuck all this i'm doing what i want 
What what do you what do you mean? I don't know, like the sort of like I'm gonna let it all go. Uh you know what? I'm gonna be no, direct I don't and think fucking hate she... everyone and let's go. But she but she's not direct though. I guess she's not direct, is she? No, I guess I got the right wrong end of that. She's seen so many times going, Oh hey, I like I love your skirt and then being like, Oh, that's fucking ugly and blah 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 blah. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's it's everything she does to Katie is she never picks a direct fight with her. Mm. It's it's always done in behind the back and you know bitchy and passive aggressive it's a whole thing i guess i guess that was my impression in high school of the way that girls tended to fight each other as it were because the the sort of stereotypical guys will have a severe problem with each other they'll have a bit of a fist fight and then afterwards they're like that's fucking dumb all right we're, we got it out of our system sorry buddy sorry buddy yeah we're good provided it's not actually serious right mm. So that's a real thing, right? Like, you know, have a bit of a punch up with a guy and it's like, okay, that was all adrenaline. We both understand that this was dumb. We cool? Yeah, we're cool. That's the most typical way. And I think that's the exact opposite. It's far too direct because you actually get punched in the jaw. Yeah, I mean, it's just on, on literally on, it's sort of the male female spectrum. I'm just like, mm. no one's addressing this properly. Like, all we need to do is just talk and be honest, but, you know, and express our emotions in a way that's... Mm direct and clear and i think also understand that there's nothing forcing you to associate with the people that you're associating with right you have to be civil to people in your class fine but you don't have to be friends with everybody right? yeah not, not everyone's gonna like you you're not gonna be everyone's cup of tea and it's still something that like i don't know is it i'm a 24 year old woman and i'm learning mm. that now and I'm, I'm i'm aware of that that i'm like not everyone's gonna like me that's okay and, the people i like you you're great Thank you, friend. Yeah, but thank it, you, yeah, it's friend. Just sort of a difficult thing. You're like, I, w mm. I, I still want to be liked so badly by everyone because you're worried you're going to be left out. That's the which sort is of... weird again because, like, we're, especially somewhere like London, there's nine million people in this city. It's like, well, that one didn't like me. Fortunately, there's nine million other people. Maybe I'll try one of them. Maybe they'll like. Me. And usually, you'll find a couple of people. You'll, you'll build yourself a little society of friends. Mm. That's the city way of doing it. Absolutely. You just got to find your people. Hmm, I think so. I think so. I, I guess it's more difficult when you are legitimately being forced into proximity with people who you don't like, right? Yeah, oh my god. And it's just, uh, like, it's, it, it's hopefully something that you can move past and grow past. But it's, mm. it's such a, an ingrained mindset. Like, I had a I had a flatmate when I was at drama school. And she said to, to, to we had, there was three of us in the house. Mm. And uh, she said to the two of us one night, she went, if I was single when i was in first year i would have been friends with the popular girls <laughs> and we were just sat there like who are the popular girls we're adults i was yeah. like and also you're saying that directly to our faces we're your mates <laughs> like on mm. it was it was so it's so odd so, just watching how where people are on like different um, i have seen have you seen the social network yeah Am I thinking, I might not be thinking of The Social Network. There's a movie I saw where a guy shows up to Stanford and he's like, I thought this would be the end of the teenage bullshit, but turns out this is not the end of the teenage bullshit. God. All of the same people are still here and fuck oh everything God, yeah. about this. And you, you see people carry it with them into their, like, well into being an adult. Yeah. I, you know I, mean? I find that, like, I hope it makes them happy because it doesn't make anybody else happy. Oh, no, not at all. Um... 
But yeah, I wasn't expecting to enjoy this film at all. I was expecting that you were like subjecting me to something to be like, haha, I'm going to make you watch a crazy camp thing. We're going to laugh at your experience about it, which I'm also down for. Let's be clear. But <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be like, I, I, I was expecting easy jokes and, you know, let's compare high school experiences, yada, yada. But instead, I got over 5,000 words of notes on how intricate and how well-made this is and how all yeah. the character beats flow together beautifully and how the jokes are both standalone funny and also tell the same story together over time. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's 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 kind of... It's just, it's really well done. I mean, it's very dated and there are areas of the film that are problematic. Um, and there is some of the dialogue that's used. Um, that is my but, very next note. Yes. <laughs> but overall, I think it's, it captures an experience. It captures one experience of a high school, mm. um, a high school hierarchy and social politics very well. One yeah, there's off. definitely a hyperbolization. I should just say, I should just say it's exagger. It's an exaggeration of what actually happens. I think yeah. there isn't actually a table where you know, unless you are an Asian nerd, you must not sit. That doesn't yeah. happen, right? There is no, more. No, 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 people are sure. fluid. People have more than one crowd. That happens, absolutely. Right? But if you're telling a one hour thirty story, I get why the simplicity helps, mm -hmm. right? But I also. Uh, you know, Africa is one place and it's all wild jungle land. All right, fine. Uh, she's never heard American pop music because she lived in Africa. They have CDs in Kenya, guys. They listen to the radio, right? Yeah. It's, Nairobi it's, has electricity. It's a modern, they have fast internet, right? It's very, very clear that like some of this is just really fucking not cool. And right? I mean, this is my first time watching it since I was hmm. 10. That's 14 years later. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's it's very interesting to watch it now yeah it's you got to be mo noticing a bunch more stuff and going oh oh god yeah uh yeah i mean the only character development any of the asians get is math nerd or victim of sexual predation mm. so i don't know about that i would have thought for all of the fuss they made about caddy having lived 12 years in africa she would she, first of all, would – I guess she'd go to the African-American classmates to try to hang out with them first. Okay, fine. But I'm conf I'm sort of interested that she wouldn't have gone to the Vietnamese girls as, like, fellow third culture people and gotten along with them, right? Because th this is people who are in a culture that they didn't grow up in or in a, uh, their parents didn't grow up in or whatever it was. And people with that sort of experience tend to cluster together, at least in my experience. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's very clear that this story was angled to be about. Oh, this is about Americans in America, and then there's the, they had to find like a reason for her to be a fish out of water, and they were like, yeah. "Where's far away and vaguely foreign sounding?" I know. Absolutely, yeah. It's just sort of centering around bitchy, rich. Also, the fact that she girls. speaks fluent Swahili never comes up. Yeah. Like, she just fl meets some people and goes like, oh, Jumbo. I'm like, oh, okay, so she speaks that, except nobody, all right, well, I don't know. Yeah. Not once it. could, we get. I don't know. Um, I would have liked one line. What, what, can you give me, can you give me a one sentence summary about how you feel about the film? I feel really good, actually. I mean, yeah. it, like any film that's more than a decade old, I feel like judging it with modern eyes and modern 
ideas is maybe a bit unfair, but it's, I think it's worth noting them because this was part of my experience of watching the film going, oh, that's gross, right? Yeah. Like, particularly the teacher who looks at the black student and says, you must be from Africa. Ugh, that's a little... Ask the question, right? Be open. That's what... Uh, but otherwise, fucking... Look, I think aside from... I think think of my favorite spy movies in terms of the intrigue and the political movements. This is weirdly, I think, up there in my top two right after The Lives of Others. Right. Right. Have you seen The Lives of Others? Very different movie. I don't recommend no, I it haven't. if you're looking for a Mean Girls. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. It's very good. I recommend it. But it's very, it's about the Stasi and it doesn't paint and it, they're very bad people and it makes sure that you know that. So uh, I I loved this. I really did. I was not expecting to love it as much as I did. It, this is, I think, one of my few movies where if folks are around, I'm like, hey, let's throw on Mean Girls. That's a fun movie, and I want to watch it again, and I'm sure I'll notice more little details as we go through. And thank you so much for showing me this. I never would have watched this if you hadn't been like, no, no, Paul, this one. There you go. Now you've been inducted. You're officially a um, teenage girl. Well, I'm officially a mean girl. Yeah. Awesome. Now I get to start gossiping about people. It begins now. It begins now. You know that other guest host that I had? They said really nice things about you. What? Wait, what shit. the hell? I think I'm doing this wrong. Help. Help. We need to get out. Get out now. No. Eleanor, thank you so much for joining me on One for Paul. Thank That's you. the episode. Uh, and for all of you listeners, thank you for joining us too. So you can find me on Twitter at One for Paul. And if you'd like to become a patron and help support the show for as little as a couple of pounds a month, you can do that on patreon.com slash one for Paul. That's patreon.com slash one for Paul. Bye now. Bye-bye. Yeah, bitch, nerds everywhere. It's gonna be so fetch. And it's not funny.